This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. Good morning, Rutherford County. And uh, good morning, John Blankenship. Good morning, Truminator. I wanted to hear your voice because I'm not sure that I'm awake or I'm just dreaming <laughs> right now. This winter is really doing a job on me. When you walked in, the first word that came to my mind was stupor. <laughs> you walked in like you Are were... Are you sure it was stupor or stupid? <laughs> it was one or the other. I yeah, guess. yeah. Well, it's all right. You, you just kind of was kind of dragging in, man. Well, I, I have been up for a, a long time. I was over at Bud's, of course, on Friday yeah. morning. Yeah. We all eat and just have the best time, and it wakes me up. As soon as I get back into that cold air in the car, yeah. I drive home, make sure my t- uh, teeth are brushed. You know, I can't stand <laughs> to have dirty teeth. And uh, it just, uh, I was ready to go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you showing up. Yeah. <laughs> you got you looked like a nice warm hoodie on, though. Yeah, I do. And, and of course, this is uh, uh, the uh, shirt that says Blue Lives Matter, of course, for the law enforcement. Yes. Hey, that's good. Blue Lives Matter. Yeah, that's my main uh, goal is to let everybody know that we've got the best law enforcement anywhere in the world, especially right here in this area. I'm just just so proud of them. Kudos, good words. Yeah, uh, talking about law enforcement, you and I discussed a specific movie last uh, Friday, mm-hmm. uh, Thunder Road. Yes. And, and uh, Robert Mitchum. And, and that's one of, still one of my favorite movies. If it comes on, I'm, I'm going to play it. And, uh, I, you know, we live in the past so much. Uh, Larry Ralston gave me about 50 CDs or DVDs of the one of the famous uh, mass men yeah. in the history of of the theater. You do you know what it is? I think I do. The Durango Kid. Yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> yeah, a- a- every Saturday morning when Mom uh, and Dad would drop us off at the movie theater, I was hoping that was going to be the one that I was going to be able to watch. It was, it was amazing. Well, that's uh, that takes me way back. I've got some crazy reverb going, but I guess it's sound okay to you. Yeah, it sounds okay. fine. Since coming back is reverb to me. Hey, there's Debbie watching and Sir Hard, Richard Lampkin, good folks. Hope the internet signal stays. I can't think of anything else to do, folks. But uh, I am connected. But uh, yeah, Truman, and uh, I'm ready to do that song. Almost ready. Okay. I worked on it. I'm gonna give me if you'd let me do just a. Part of another song is a warm-up. I'd appreciate it because... Um, is that going to be a practice one we've got to listen to? Yeah, you got to... Well, I've always... No, you're always listening to me practice because yeah. I always rehearse and perform at the same time. 
always have. So. Yeah, and you do a great job rehearsing, John. You really do. We've all that's what we've always said. Yeah. So we used to tell everybody when we was playing at the mill. We're rehearsing and performing. I miss being at the mill with you guys. I know it. I was looking at an old picture of Billy out there. Uh, Billy Yearwood. I was posted some songs about Billy and uh, mm-hmm. was thinking about him. He's uh, over in North Carolina now, but 90 years old. But uh, anyway, I. Uh, I got fascinated by the movie because it had been a long time since I'd seen, hey, there's Lisa, Lisa Stillman, God bless you. I hadn't seen it in a long, long time, so I got a, after I'd done some research on it, I wanted to watch it last night, so I settled, mm-hmm. I got the songs all put together and got them packaged up, and then I sat down and I just, I was convinced that on all these different streaming channels I've got, it would be on one of them, not mm-hmm. available anywhere. Mm-hmm. It just really, I was, I mean, I'd rent it for three ninety nine or whatever. I just was really wanting to watch it, but I couldn't find it. So you rented one for twenty dollars, which is crazy. That's the Tom Hanks movie. Yeah, you should have gone to uh, Jackson Heights and and watched it over there at Premiere Six because having that big screen and just in in many ways you're almost in there by yourself. Yeah. And then in this COVID crap. I know it. So. Uh, I, I I watched it over there and just absolutely loved it. I enjoyed it, and uh, but I just rather than drive and get outside and this cold you talked about, I just stayed right there with my little fire in the corner and watched it, enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, if you've got as much money as you have, it sure. doesn't really matter that much. But since mm-hmm. I couldn't find uh, Thunder Road, I started scrolling through other movies available, mm-hmm. and I happened on one. An old western mm-hmm. starring Burt Lancaster and Kirk Douglas about a famous gunfight. At the OK Corral. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I watched that last night. I have seen it. And uh, for that particular uh, time in history, of all the movies that were about uh, Doc Holliday and Wyatt Earp, that was one of the worst. Well... It was not the, mo- the the best one ever. Was Tombstone. With, with the star in there. I, I mean, know. they had great star quality in that movie. Yeah, but it wasn't even that accurate, really. But what I th- thought was really interesting, because this had to be a conscious decision, either by the actors or the director. Mm-hmm. Now, Kirk Douglas played Doc Holliday, yeah. and he had a mustache. But Burt Lancaster playing Wyatt Herp. White Earp did not have a mustache, but White Earp had always had a mustache. Yeah. As well as his two brothers, and neither one of the actors playing the two brothers had mustaches. Somebody had to make that decision, and I thought it was just a dumb decision. Because, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and guess who one of the actors was playing one of his? Not Virgil. What was the other brother besides Virgil? Uh, uh, um. Anyway, that brother was played by. In the movie, DeForest Kelly. Yeah. Doc, you know, Bones. But he went a long way after that. He became an astronaut, if you remember. (laughs) Yeah, he did. (laughs) On Star Trek. Yeah. Bones McCoy. Yeah. But this is one of many Western theme songs where two guys teamed up. The composer, Dimitri Tiomkin. He just was renowned. Yeah, great. Renowned. And who do you think sang more Western movie theme songs than anybody? He sang it in this one. Um, I know who it is. It's just yeah. gone right out of my head. 
great voice. Oh, the, they called him Leather, Old Leather Lung. Yeah, yeah. Why can't I think of it? Frankie Lane. Yeah. So. Oh gosh, what a what a great uh, presence he had. Leland, hey there. Uh, here's something, but we'll start out with it. Do what? I'm gonna start out with a little truncated version of it. Get me warmed up here. A truncated? Okay. Gunfight at OK Grill, 1957. OK Corral, OK Corral. There the outlaw band Keep the flame, let it burn Until I return from the gunfight at O.K. Corral The Lord is my friend We'll meet at the end of the gunfight at O.K. Corral Gunfight at O.K. Corral Boot Hill, Boot Hill So cold, so still there they lay side by side, the killers that died in the gunfight at O.K. Corral. O.K. Corral, O.K. Corral, gunfight at O.K. Corral. That's a great song. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. The song, like the song was better than the movie. I have to agree on this. Yeah. Uh, I still think Tombstone with uh, Val Kilmer as Doc oh, Holliday. Val Kilmer hit it. It was, he nailed it. Yeah. And uh, God bless Kirk Douglas couldn't have looked any healthier. <laughs> yeah, they needed to let him lose about 50 pounds. He did cough a little, but yeah. I think that was about it. But it just, it just wasn't there. I don't know what it was. No, uh, it just didn't fit the personality. So, the Ballad of Thunder Road. Ooh, I love it. I'm going to tell you, Robert Mitchum, he was the guy in this movie. Not only the starring role, he was the sole producer of the movie. You know, most times you see the credits come on, there's a producer, producer, producer. Yeah. He was the sole producer of this movie. He co-wrote the screenplay and co-wrote the song. You know, he wrote the lyrics, and a guy named Jack Marshall wrote the music. And then uh, later. Richard, Richard Petty uh, uh, told him how to drive it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, and it became a, I was written about it, it became a cult classic where, especially at, uh, in the drive ins, where it continued to play almost all the time uh, during the 70s and 80s. Yeah. And uh, it was, uh, but uh, he, he, he bought it in the end. Yeah, he did. Oh, this is a two pager. That'd have been bad. <laughs> like, all right, Truman. The song was written the year before the movie, because the movie came out early the next year. So what year is we talking here? The, the year of the film. Let's start there. What was the year of the film, Thunder Road? Fifty-seven uh, or eight. Fifty-eight. Okay. And the uh, the song was completed in fifty-seven, mm -hmm. and uh, then was of course written for the movie. Then. Uh, yeah, Robert I, Mitchum, of course, recorded. I saw it at the Princess. Robert Mitchum recorded a version himself, yeah. as we know. And uh, but 
So we're going to try this. It's a little tricky. <clears throat> I had to rewrite this last night because the chords that I pulled offline were just not right. They'll be perfect now. I got to practice a little bit. To do it right, you got to put that C minor in there on that. Let me tell the story. I can tell it all about a mountain boy who ran illegal alcohol. His daddy made the whiskey. His son he drove the load. When his engine roared, they called the highway thunder road. Sometimes into Asheville, sometimes Memphis town. The revenuers chased him, but they couldn't track him down. Each time they thought they had him, his engine would explode. It'd go by like they were standing still on Thunder Road. And there was thunder, thunder over Thunder Road. Thunder was his engine and white lightning was his load. And there was moonshine, moonshine to quench the devil's thirst. The law they swore they'd get him, but the devil got him first. On the 1st of April, 1954, a federal man sent word he'd better make his run no more. He said 200 agents were covering the state. Wherever road he tried, they'd get him in just like fate. Son, his daddy told him, make this run your last. Your tank is filled with hundred proof and you're turned up with gas. Now don't get any chances. If you can't get through, I'd rather have you back than all that mountain dew. And there was thunder, thunder over Thunder Road. Thunder was his engine and white lightning was his load. And there was moonshine, moonshine to quench the devil's thirst. The law they swore they'd get him, but the devil got him first. Roaring out of Harlem, riding up his mill. He shot the gap at Cumberland and screamed in Maynardville. With G-Men on his tailgate, roadblocks up ahead. The mountain boy took roads that eight angels feared to tread. Blazing through Knoxville, out on Kingston Pike, then right outside of Bearden, he made the fatal strike. He left the road at 90, and there is a to say, the devil got the moonshine and the mountain boy that day. And there was thunder, thunder over Thunder Road. Thunder was his engine and white lightning was his load And there was moonshine, moonshine to quench the devil's thirst The law they swore they'd get him, but the devil got him through The law they never got him, cause the devil got him through Great song. Yeah, we were, of course, being of teenagers, we were... We were all hot rod drivers back in those oh, yeah. days. He drove a 1951 Ford, two-door yeah. coupe in that thing. Yeah, and it, it would thunder when he pushed that yeah. accelerator down. Unbelievable. So, uh, you you but, know he had detached uh, bumpers on his car when they would ram him. Yeah, uh, the bumper would come loose and and be on the other car. Plus, he was way ahead of Jim. Uh, I mean, of James Bond. Oh gosh, where yeah. Where he could where he could drop the 
oil uh, yeah. behind him, you know, and uh, the okay. rubber newers would skid off the road. He could have those little spray jets coming yeah. out from his bumper back there. I saw that in a in a clip. I did see some clips of it on YouTube. I could yeah, and, and there really were cars around here during that time that uh, they, they, they could push a button and release all the uh, alcohol in the car if they're getting ready to be stopped. Well, I tell you... Um, James Bond was a sissy compared to Thunder Road. I don't think he could have drove those roads. No, he couldn't. You know. Well, Truman, not uh, even in his Jaguar. This week, I went back to the emergency room and got my staples pulled out. Uh-oh. And just as they did when they put them in, no anesthetic, no deadening, no nothing. You're, you were an MTSU football player. That's nothing to you. Foot. I'm going to tell you. I got a really high threshold of pain, but I had to stop her. I said, I mean, she was just coming there and just yanking them out, and it was hurting. You, I can't describe how bad it was hurting. And, uh, it name? wasn't hurting her more than it was you. No. But mm. finally I said, whoa, can't you do something else? And so then she started clipping them cutting them in two and then getting each end out, which is what she should have done at first. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to tell you, you know, I did that. I hurt myself out of my own stupidity, of course, as I've done many, many times. And uh, I've decided whoever it, whoever, it, whoever it was or is that was supposed to keep me from doing stupid things, yeah, they're fired. You'll never hire another one. <laughs> Thank you, Debbie. <laughs> I learned something this week that I know you already knew. I'm still tuning in a little bit. You were a airborne guy, right? Yep. Which means you jumped out of, you they parachuted just, out of planes many times. Yep. And, and it was one of the more exhilarating things you can do. And once that chute opens, it's so peaceful. Well, what I learned is what you already know, because I've had all this training, mm -hmm. but I just learned this this week looking online, that when you're skydiving, mm -hmm. if your eyeball happens... You're, you're using port, uh, sport shoots when you yeah, do that. Yeah, but uh, while you're still free-falling, if, if for, because of pressure or speed or whatever, if your eyeball happens to pop out, mm -hmm. it will still travel at the same rate you're traveling. So all you have to do is grab that baby and pop that sucker right back in. Yeah, it's simple. <laughs> you holler some some Indian word, and it's not Geronimo at the time. No. <laughs> uh, so about that same year, 1956, another great song written by Stan Jones performed by the Sons of the Pioneers and the number one Western of all time. Stan Jones is the one who wrote Ghost Riders in the Sky. Yeah. The number one. Great song. What makes a man to wonder? What makes a man to roam? What makes a man leave bed and board and turn his back 
on hold Ride away Ride away Ride away Some men they search for engines Our hump back buffalo And even when they found him They move on some slow Favorite genre of songs? It would be the ones that you harmonized so well, and you did a great yeah. job on that, John. Well, it needs it, it. You hit on the thing though, which uh, I always regret when I don't have some backup singers. Some of these songs are just there's night and day between it's a solo and the harmony in them. Yeah. That's why the Sons of Pioneers version is so incredible. And uh, uh, I get I get mixed. I don't. I think there's an error on the on the Sons of the Pioneers Wikipedia page. They say Ken Curtis was with them during that movie, which I don't think he was. Uh, I don't think that's him singing lead on it. The movie was... Or is he, uh, he's in the movie. Yes, the 1956 film. And uh, mm -hmm. 
I don't think he was with the Sons of Pioneers until a couple years later. But I got mixed reports. for some reason I, I was thinking that he's one of the singers. Now, of course, Fred Goodwin could call and tell us, but uh, um, he he was one of the major parts of the movie. Oh yeah. Of course, John Wayne was the star, of course. But and I and why, when you first started singing it, I could see him riding in for that very first time uh, to, to where his brother and uh, his. Uh, uh, sister-in-law lived and then uh, of course they had a, a very unusual relationship between John Wayne and his brother's wife and uh, which everybody knows it, you can't miss it but the very end of the movie too when you see him in the doorway oh, and yeah. he walks Walking away walks away that's a I think it's, it may be the best, not just the best Western movie, but the best movie of all time. The way John Ford had that, looking through that door from the inside, where it's totally dark inside. Yeah. People would come in, and they're all coming in, and they disappear kind of in the darkness. And there's Wayne, he's standing yeah. there, and he's, he's holding that, holding his elbow with his... Yeah, for Harry Carey Sr. A tribute to Harry Carey Sr. Yeah. But, uh, King Curtis did play guitar and sing in that one. Yeah, he courting, did. Courting Vera Miles. At his own wedding. His own, but he uh, he played one country bumpkin in that thing. His act, my fiance, my, what did he say? I've, I'm, my fiance. No, you know. Fiance, That's right. Yeah, he comes into Jeff yeah. Hunter's hugging Vera Miles. Yeah. And they yeah. come back in the night of the wedding. And he goes, I think I'll mind you to unhand my fiance. <laughs> <laughs> And Jeffrey goes, you're marrying him? <laughs> in, in some ways, you kind of think of, uh, hey, of course, Jim Neighbors was different, but Jim Neighbors had a great voice. And, and to play the characters he did, well, that's, that's the same way with Ken Curtis. Yeah, absolutely. I thought he was great. Ken Curtis had an incredible voice. He replaced he really did. when Frank Sinatra left as the lead singer from an orchestra. I forget the orchestra name. Yeah. But Ken Curtis is the guy who replaced him. He replaced Frank Sinatra. He could sing big band, you know, popular music just as well as he could. But he Western could band. harmonize better. And, well, uh, Nolan. Nolan was a great harmonizer. Yeah, because Ken was, he was, uh, when he came on with Sons of Nine and Years, he was lead singer. Yeah. You remember the movie Rio Grande? When he sang to yep. Maureen O'Hara a couple oh, of times. Yeah. Oh, what a sound. What's that song, that, that old Irish song, Take Me Home, Kathleen? Or yeah. Is it? Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. All right. So, but The Searchers is consistently ranked number one Western of all times, and that's where yeah. we agree. And it's gotten more, it's gotten stronger as the years have gone by. Absolutely. Yeah. I've watched it I've, uh, untold times. But... We depart when we talk about number two and number three, because I know, I know this is you don't like this movie, but you're gonna mention Shane, aren't you? I'm not gonna do Shane. I'm gonna do the other one you don't like, and uh, oh, the one but, that, um, oh, uh, well, I'll think of it in a minute. He was the marshal, and the bad guys are coming in to get him. Frank Miller's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Gary Cooper and High Noon. Yeah. But uh, the song. I showed you, I don't even like the movie. Well, but you've got to like the song. It won Best Song for the 1952 release of uh, High Noon. Another one written 
by Dmitry Tiomkin. Don't forget Incredible. me, oh my darling. I know. Do not forsake me. Yeah. And uh, of course, Tex yeah, Ritter. Tex Ritter did it in the movie. And uh, Tex Ritter had a good voice. It did. But Frankie Lane. Before you sing it. Yeah. Someone wants to talk to you. Okay. Caller, welcome aboard. Hey, Truman's Fred. Hey, Fred. I knew you were gonna call. Hey, Fred. Well, this is hey, John. What's the question? What's the question? Yeah. Who recorded? I, I'm Tetris. I'm not listening to you this morning. I'm oh, shame smoke. on you. Are you still asleep? I know, it, I know it's bad. Well, uh, and uh, Sam just called me and told me it's about like Ken Curtis. Yeah. I tell you all about it, and you didn't want Oh, oh, was I, yeah. Did, I don't think he was. Out. My opinion is he was not in the Sons of the Pioneers when they did the no, theme not, song, The Search. That's not the question. The question You're is, wrong. did he sing? I'm wrong. You're wrong. Really? There you go. You're wrong. Okay. I got mixed up. What years was he with the Sons of Pioneers then? It was only like four years, right? 1949 to 1952. Okay, in, in 50. Yeah, but the movie was 56. Huh? The, mid, the movie was in 56. No, the it song. wasn't. Yeah, it was. Searchers? Well, I think I got you, Fred. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not thinking. I'm not thinking. So I, I was lucky. I was saying a real grand. Yeah. Yeah. But but so the uh, sons no, of the pioneers were not were not listed you're right, as the you're, you're right, singing. You're wrong. He, you're right. Okay. He was not a member of the Sons of Pioneers in 1956. Officially, right. he was not a member. But he was a. Uh, John Ford asked us, "Says Ken, well, round up the round, round up the boys. Everyone will sing the you sing the title song with the oh, okay. okay. What happened?" If you see the credits on there, it has the guy's names. It does not say Sons of the Pioneers. Right. I've noticed that. It does not say Sons of the Pioneers. Because he went out and got the best trio there ever was. It was Tommy Dawson, Roy Perriman, and Ken mm -hmm. Curtis. They were the heart of the Sons of the Pioneers. And uh, that's what happened there. Well, Ken was... Uh, uh, a lot of folks don't know this, Fred, but I know you do. He was married to John Ford's daughter, right? Barbara. Yeah. As a second marriage, think... he's married three times. Yeah. And uh, just uh, Ken Curtis was one of the nicest human beings ever was. I tell you all kinds of stories about him. We'll, we'll do a whole show on him sometime. That'd just, be great. Just a gentleman. Oh, yeah. He always told me, he says, Fred, if I be of any help to you, please call. And uh, he's just, just a nice guy. Wow. All the pioneers were. Yeah, and uh, they all were. And, and, Ask me more questions. Well, <laughs> I just think, as I was saying, you know, he got his start uh, replacing Frank Sinatra in, uh, as an orchestra. He could, he could, he could sing any kind of music. Folks don't even. Of course, when he played Festus, there was a few times he sang on Gunsmoke, but people were amazed. They didn't even know Ken Curtis could sing because they hadn't even kept up with Ken Curtis, you know, they just knew him as Festus, but the guy had an incredible voice. People just don't realize how unbelievable his voice was. He was, was a, he was a hard worker. They, he'd be the first one to practice for, for rehearsal. He'd be the last one to leave. Yeah. He was very, very professional, very dedicated to the work. He said the most popular, most memorable time of his life was being a member of the Sons of Pioneers. Well, you know, what I always wondered, 
is why he didn't make it like Roy Rogers and Gene Autry. He, he had the looks, he had the voice, he had the acting skill. I thought he was being groomed to be a Western singing star, you know. And I'm just amazed he wasn't, because he could actually okay. sing better than Gene Autry or Roy Rogers. <laughs> yeah. He was under contract with, um, with Columbia Photo, with Columbia Pictures for a while, studios. Yeah. And uh, he, he came aboard, and uh, he's just, he just a nice guy. Anyway, he was under contract with, with Columbia. But then when Gene Autry came back out of the service, they didn't have room for him. Right, had, right. And so they put Autry under Autry was already under contract. Yeah. And so uh, that's what happened there. So Ken, there was no job for Ken. That's when Tim Spencer, the Sons of Pioneers, stepped in and hired him to come in yeah. with the Pioneers. I read I read a story. I don't know if it's true. You never know everything. But but when Gene Autry went off to the more whatever uh, service. The pictures were, uh, they were kind of relieved because he had, he had been getting higher and higher salaries and they were getting uncomfortable with how much they were paying him. So they bring in Ken Curtis because they can pay him a whole lot less and they were going to groom him. But uh, but unfortunately, Gene That's came right. back and muscled him right out. <laughs> I think I've got, I've got, I've got several of the Sons of the Pioneers uh, cowboy hats that wore in the movies. I don't know, I've got four or five of them. I don't, I don't think I've got Ken's so. Oh, he's, just, he's, a, he's, he's just a really, really nice man, and uh, just, Great. I can't say enough good things about him. Uh, he, I, he came across that way to me. It just, uh, and I appreciate that, Fred. Thanks for calling in, old buddy. Good yeah, to I'm hear sorry from I got it mixed up, but I thought you were talking about the, the Rio Grande. Well, you, it's That's really good, though. You cleared it up. I, I, I knew he was no longer with them, but you cleared it up that he did sing on that song, though. So you was right. I was right and wrong, so... You know, all the time, we used to talk on telephone all the time, and uh, he would, uh, and I was in, I was with him. one time in person, we were over in Arkansas, this is like in the late, uh, late 70s, I think, yeah, and uh, he was just, uh, I never heard him do use pestis, is what I'm trying to say. Right. I never heard him do pestis talk. He always talked normal around me, and we talked. He did me a lot of favors. I did him some, and uh, truly, next time you come over, you both of you come over sometime. I'll show you some personal letters from Ken. That'd be neat. Yeah, he, I enjoy he, that, Fred. He, he had a character tour, and everything. he's just a great guy. Yeah. That's okay, awesome. I'll Thanks, get back Fred. to you. Uh, you take care, Fred. He knows more about that stuff than anybody. Oh, God, it's incredible. Yeah. Because he managed them, or yeah. still manages them, I guess, the modern version of something. And he never forgets any of that. 1952. Do not forsake me, oh, my darling. On this, our wedding day. Do not forsake me, oh my darling. Wait, wait long. The noon trade train, let me do that again. The noonday train will bring Frank Miller. If I'm a man, I must be brave. 
And I must face that deadly killer Or lie a coward A craven coward Or lie a coward in my grave Oh, to be torn twigs love and duty Supposing I lose my fair-haired beauty Look at that big hand move along Near in high noon He made a vow while in state's prison Said it would be my life or his And I'm not afraid of death But oh, what will I do If you leave me Do not forsake me, oh my darling made that promise when we wed. Do not forsake me, oh my darling, although you're grieving, I can't believe in until I shoot Frank Wait along. Wait alone, wait alone, wait alone. We've got to go on break real quick, but yeah. uh, he did not kill all the outlaws. Who That's killed right. the other one? His wife, Grace Kelly. Yep. Can you believe that? Shot him in the back. Didn't know she was that tough. Shot him in the back. All right. While he was reloading. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. Thanks, all you guys. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. We at Fair Construction offer a 24-hour emergency service. Whether your shingles are blown off your roof, you have a tree on your roof, or if your whole house flooded, we offer a 24-hour emergency service. That's why it's important to shop local. They're your neighbors, and they take care of you. We're family here at Fair Construction. We care about you. This is Ron Hall with Fair Construction. Call 615-893-6120. That's Fair Construction Company. Small businesses in the historic downtown of Murfreesboro are the heartbeat of your neighborhood, the spine of your local economy, and the spirit of your town. This is Sarah Callender, and it takes a village to keep our downtown strong and vibrant. Make a choice in 2021 to eat at, shop in, visit, and do business with the locally owned small businesses in historic downtown Murfreesboro. Do business with your neighbors in 2021. Come downtown for unique shopping, unique gifts, and unique experiences. It's a slick pig barbecue Spicy wings and Brunswick stew Everything made fresh for you At the slick pig barbecue 
There's lean smoked turkey and chicken too Ribs so tender don't need to chew Well come on folks I'm telling you It's a slick pig barbecue In 1920 East Main You're gonna love the pig The Slick Pig Barbecue A Murfreesboro tradition What's the best kept secret in Murfreesboro? Well it's Steered Straight Thrift Store a nonprofit company where every purchase has a purpose to help fight addiction and suicide and educate our youth, parents, and the community on the dangers of drugs. Come see us at 845 Middle Tennessee Boulevard, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6, Sunday on 12 to 5. Our phone number is 615-396-8987. God bless. Right now, Allstate has almost as many ways to save as there are types of music. Save for being a new customer. Save more for adding DriveWise. And save even more for driving safely. Visit Allstate.com or contact your local agent to get a quote. Find out how much you can save today. Allstate, now that should be music to your ears. Not available in every state. New customer savings based on early signing discount. DriveWise is an optional feature. Savings vary based on how you buy. Subject to terms and conditions. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. I'm Dr. Baker, an ER physician. If you're having leg pain, swelling, or redness, but haven't talked to your doctor yet, don't wait. This could be deep vein thrombosis, a blood clot which could travel to your lungs and lead to a pulmonary embolism, which could cause chest pain or discomfort or difficulty breathing and be deadly. Your symptoms could mean something serious, so don't wait. Talk to a doctor right away by phone, online, or in person. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Now, an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. Weatherford County Mayor Bill Ketron says there is federal stimulus grant money available for COVID-19-related victims in Rutherford County who have fallen behind in their rent and utility bills. In a live talk show on News Radio WGNS, the county mayor indicated the target launch date for the assistance program is March 1st. Kitchen explained that to qualify, a county has to have a population in excess of 200,000 people and that funds are coming directly from the U.S. Treasury. He confirmed that Davidson, Shelby, Knox, Rutherford, and Hamilton has so far qualified for that money. Governor Bill Lee is lifting restrictions on attendance at high school sports. The governor said yesterday he's suspending Executive Order 74 as of Monday. Lee's executive order had prevented cheerleaders and students from attending indoor sports. Lee says the guidelines and rules of local education agencies and the TSSAA will remain in place. A new report by the Free Speech Center at Middle Tennessee State University finds that college students don't know much about their First Amendment freedoms, but their professors can hopefully help address that gap. The nonpartisan Public Safety Center, based at MTSU's College of Media and Entertainment, works to educate the public about the five freedoms that are guaranteed by the First Amendment. Protection of the right to free speech, free press, freedom of religion, freedom of assembly, and freedom to petition the government. Recent studies by the Knight Foundation, Gallup, and the First Amendment Center of the Freedom Forum Institute revealed that about three out of every ten American adults can correctly name one of their freedoms guaranteed by the First Amendment. About 29% said the First Amendment's rights go too far. Socialize with us on social media. Log on to Facebook.com slash WGNS Radio and click the like button. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. Adams Place is founded by Dr. Carl E. Adams, a physician and lifelong resident of Middle Tennessee. 
He and Jenny May had a dream of building a campus concept of life care facilities for older adults. Adams Place Residential Living Director Terry Deal. Discover that senior living is fun. Call us at Adams Place and arrange a tour today. Adams Place is at 1927 Memorial Boulevard. French's Shoes and Boots, your hometown store for boots, shoes, apparel, and more, is family-owned, and you'll always find friendly service with the lowest prices on the best brands. We know there's nothing worse than a boot that doesn't fit right, so come see us on South Church Street to get a great fitting on high-quality footwear. We've been outfitting Tennessee since 1903. It makes good sense to shop at French's. French's Shoes and Boots. 1837 South Church Street in Murfreesboro. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. Mostly sunny skies here this afternoon with a high in the mid-40s. Northeast winds of 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy skies and a low near 28. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 20. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes. For Premier Six Theater, they're now open. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard. It's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. And welcome back with Johnny B. And uh, uh, let's let's talk a little bit about what's on at Premier Six right now. Little things. I think that's the first time that's been on. It's, it's rated R. <laughs> And and I really don't know what it's about. Of course, I haven't yeah, seen it yet. I was going to say I hadn't heard of that. But I've heard good things about it. Okay. Groundhog Day is is back on. It's, it's one of these repeat, repeat, repeat days. Uh, <laughs> Thelma and Louise. Oh, wow. A lot of people have seen, seen Remember that. that movie. Yeah, I haven't seen that in years. Remember the Titans, another PG movie. Yeah. Wonder Woman, the newest one, which yeah. is a great movie. And I have seen that one. And the marksman, and everybody is saying great things about that particular movie, and Liam Neeson yeah, is yeah, in that movie. I would like to so, see that. Uh, there, this is the time to go see movies. It's cold. That's right. There's not a whole lot to do, and you can go in there and just let the world go by. And it, a movie theater is my favorite place and to eat go. Eat that nice warm popcorn. Oh, it, it's so delicious. Well, it's not the only thing that you can eat there, well, but, know, but but I mean just the aroma as it comes out of the theater and soon as, or when you open the door, you you've got to have it. And we need to support local businesses like that that, yes. are, that have struggled and have persevered through this COVID thing and are doing their best to hang on and stay in business and uh, they deserve our loyalty and uh, patronage, you know because, man, they're, it's got to be hard on them with, with the distancing and yeah. folk, the cautiousness that folks are not even going, I'm sure, in some of them. But uh, uh, 
You know, we're very lucky today. We have a beautiful lady in here. Yes. And, and gorgeous. And she's a Texan. Well, it's, that says it all right there. Yeah, which I think it, it, it's, I've never met a Texas woman wasn't beautiful. Uh, what's that song? The, the ladies. I, I don't know exactly how the words are, but it says the, something about the ladies from Texas beat the bells of Tennessee. Oh yeah. You remember that song? Absolutely. But Roy Rogers. Song. Well, now she's she's a beautiful lady, but let me tell you, to beat the bells of Tennessee, I don't. I'm not sure anybody can do that. I know. I don't know. But she's a Tennessean now. Are you going to say so who she there you is? Go. You're just going to leave her unnamed? Yes. <laughs> she. Do, I don't think she wants us to say that <laughs> name. <laughs> you ran her off with that. <laughs> you okay. know. I, I. You know that. That's something that's hard for me to to do too. Hey Jim. I, I don't like my name brought up a lot of times. I never have. I've been that way my whole life. Yeah. When I first uh, got into. I, I never thought about getting into politics, and I still don't believe it's in politics. You're just, you're just kind of uh, putting your resume in for a position that you feel like that you might be able to do a good job. I think we did okay. I, well, the guys that worked for me did a great job, the guys and gals. So yeah. I, I still miss that time. I know. It's a, but what a good memory, though. It is a great memory. Yeah. It is a great memory. And we lost one of our guys, Pee Wee. McPeak. We just lost him the other day. Well, God bless him. God bless yeah. him. You know, I was looking uh, online for some uh, jokes, and uh, I, I googled movie jokes, and there's a lot of movies that are not comedies that had jokes told in the movie by one of the actors. Oh, really? Yeah, like Jurassic Park. Uh, when uh, Sam Neill's character and the two kids are perched up in this tree spending the night, and mm -hmm. I think the kid's the one who actually told the joke. He asked... Sam Neill's character he said, what do you call a blind dinosaur? And he goes, I don't know. What do you call a blind dinosaur? He's called a, do you think he saw us? That wasn't a joke in that movie. <laughs> yeah, it was a joke. And then there's the one in uh, Pulp Fiction. Mm -hmm. What's her name? Liv Ullman? Uh, Thurman? What's her name, L the actress? Liv Ullman? Uh, she, she tells this one. She goes, uh, there's three tomatoes walking down the street. Papa tomato, mama tomato, and baby tomato. And baby tomato is lagging behind. And Papa keeps saying ketchup and he won't do it. So it infuriates him. So he uh, goes back there and just squashes him and says, catch up. We have a phone call. Caller, <laughs> welcome aboard. Thank goodness. Thank you for calling. I was just going to, as you remember, you were talking about the Sons of Pioneers. They were... Very hard to get to come to business, something like that. And it's a man, I think his name was Tom Perriman, I think it was. Yeah, you're right. Got the entire place one time. Mm -hmm. On that, we had about 500 people in there. <laughs> on that, they were real good, too, on there. I just listened to that, you know, and I thought I'd uh, throw that out to people. A lot of people don't know that, but there was. Real good on there. That's just the son of the pioneers, the only one that came and played music that night down there on a Saturday night. Right. <laughs> and purpose were. Thanks a lot. Awesome. Bye -bye. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Tom Perryman was a great radio man. Now, now Truman, you'll guess this, this because you've said this before. This is another a 1959 film, uh, another song 
with the score and the central songs in the movie were written by Dmitry Tiomkin once again. Mm-hmm. But he had uh, actually written this song earlier for the movie Red River, and they just redid it in this movie by changing the lyrics, and he just wrote new lyrics for it. Do you know what song I'm talking about? I know what movie it was in. What's that? It was in Rio uh, Bravo. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And I think you had told me that before, that that song actually first appeared in Red River. It did, and, and it's in a couple of times the, the uh, lyrics have changed right. in, in that one. Yeah. So it's been a versatile song because it's so beautiful. But what a great what a great movie scene of all time. Rio Bravo, 1959. The sun is sinking in the west. The cattle go down to the stream. The red wing settles in the nest. Oh, it's time for a cowboy to dream. Purple light in the canyon. That's where I long to be with my three. Good companions, just my rifle, pony, and me. Gonna hang my sombrero on a limb of a tree. Coming home, sweet my darling, just my rifle, my pony. And me, whip or will in the willow sings a sweet melody, riding to Amarillo, just my rifle, pony, and me. No more cows to be roping. No more strays will I see round the bend. She'll be waiting for my rifle, pony, and me. For my rifle, my pony, and me. Nobody can sing like uh, Dean, Martin. Dean Martin. And he wasn't the only one that, that did pretty well on that song. Oh, I know. Ricky Nelson came yeah. in there. And I'm not convinced Walter Brennan was actually playing that harmonica. but uh, He could play the piano, uh, uh, harmonica. He could? Yeah, he could. Well, maybe he was playing it. Yeah. I need to find that out. I hadn't been able to find the answer to that. He had to take his definitely. teeth out. Yeah. <laughs> he had them out the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> He was a great actor. He was in all kinds of movies. Oh, God. Incredible. Yeah. I'm, I'm, how much time we have, Tim? Mm, let me look. We still got about five minutes or more. We might can do both these songs. Yeah. Uh, you've asked me about this song many times. You've probably forgotten it, but I'm real nervous about doing it because it's hard and... Uh, I'm not sure I can pull it off. Dean Martin did. He sang the theme song for that movie, Rio Bravo. 
the song entitled Rio Bravo. Remember? At what point? When it's coming on. When it's just coming on. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to try I, a little bit of it. It's, whew, I'm scared to do it. But, you know. I, I, th I thought he was a, a, a sight when it first started. Well, it was, but it's, he's not a character yet. It's just the credits coming on. And they're singing the song. Oh, okay. Well, if you say so. The song entitled Real Bravo. And, uh, uh, and he sings it incredibly. Uh, but anyway. You sound a lot like Dean uh, Martin. I wish, I tell you. Yeah. I no, did, wait, I I'm sorry. I, I got you, I'm, I, I got you mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking more of Jerry Lewis. I, 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 I don't know why I did that. Well, I, I was. Uh, I posted a song as a in honor in response to a request I got the other night on my nightly postings of that song "In the Misty Moonlight." Mm -hmm. Beautiful song written by a fabulous songwriter, Cindy Walker, and Deaton Martin recorded a version of it, and I was listening to his, and I just. I was so wishing I could do it like he could. It's so natural. Oh, it was, oh, it was incredible. Yeah. Just, just, but uh, we'll try a little bit of this anyway. Okay. I may bail out, but I got to go, hey, Sherry. Uh, I'll do what Avent says, just trot it on out there. And as I've often said, the worst I can do is fail miserably. By the way, I was um, at, a, at a diner this past week. Uh, with a, my oldest friend in the world, Thomas Ellis, and we were sitting there talking, and I pointed across the room there. I said, Thomas, look at those old codgers over there. That's what we're going to look like one day. He, you know what he said? What? He said, John, that's a mirror you're looking at. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that one was funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if we can do halfway decent on it, just to give you a flavor. By the river, Rio Bravo, I walk all alone, and I wander as I wander by the river, where my love has flown. All the birds in the cottonwoods. That's wrong. Yep. That is a hard song to sing. Let me try that again. I, I, I did a C minor instead of a B minor. See, worst you can do is fail miserably. By the river, Rio Bravo, I walk all alone. And I wonder as I wander by the where my love has flown All the birds in the cottonwoods above her Know I love her Know I care But my dreams, like the song she sang in Spanish Seem to vanish in the air. I wonder where. So I wonder as I wonder. Will love come along? Must I live ever harder? 
by the memory of her song While the river Rio Bravo flows along Rio Bravo, Rio Bravo While the river Rio Bravo flows along It got better as a song. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't have time to practice it much. I can, yeah. I can get it down, but I just wanted to what what, what does the Rio Bravo and Rio Grande have uh, in common? I don't know. What do you mean? What do they have in common? It's so obvious. If you're a Western fan. I don't know. They're the same river. Oh, they are? They are the same river. It's got two names? It's it's got a name for the Mexican side and it's got a name ah, for the 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 U.S. You're side. right. I had for, I now remember that's right. You're exactly right. Yeah. And which is which? Now, Bravo is our side. Grande is their side. Grande, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Because John Wayne also did a movie Rio Grande, Rio Grande, I guess. Rio Grande, and yeah. yeah. So that was the first movie that he ever played with Maureen O'Hara. Yeah. I, I'm going to watch it. I saw it when I was picking that one. Yeah, to watch and, last and we had a Nashvilleian in that movie. Claude Jarman, Jr. Well, Truman, you know that 1939 was the most incredible year in movie history. Yes, Del I think Ever everybody agrees with that. Everybody will. And just to give us a sampling for folks who, who might not know it, of you know, younger generations. Gone with the Wind. Great movie. Wizard of Oz. Yep. Uh, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Yep. Uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. Wuthering Heights. Uh, Dark Victory with Betty Davis. Gunga Den. Uh, I love that movie. Oh, Jest. Mm -hmm. Jest. I mean, it's incredible. And, uh, of course, this, the, the song, original song, uh, Oscar, went to Somewhere Over the Rainbow for... Mm -hmm. uh, Wizard of Oz, and I want to do that song because I posted it last night. I got a really nice response to it, but it's a fabulous song. Of course, it absolutely uh, permanently placed Judy Garland in the annals of song history forever and made her a star, really. Yeah. More than that would always be her last song she would yeah. sing at, yeah. a, at, a, at one of her uh, uh, television shows, yeah. actually. Yeah, when she had yeah. a have you watched the the movie Judy with uh, Renee? Uh, is it Renee Zellweger playing? Yeah, I can't watch that. It's a pretty incredible job. Yeah, does. but you can't you can't play somebody like Judy Garland well. But she had a boy. That was a sad life. She Louis sure B. Did. Mayer, Louis B. Mayer. They just they ruined her life. Yeah. As a child, drugged her, kept yeah. her under lock and key, wouldn't they let kept her, her eat. going all the time. And it just that'd it, be like it's a crime. But yeah. Am I doing this right? I think so. Somewhere over the rainbow, way up high. 
once in a lullaby Somewhere over the rainbow skies are blue that you dare to dream really do come true Someday I'll wish upon a star and wake up where the clouds are far behind me Where troubles melt like lemon drops away above the chimney tops That's where you Find me somewhere over the rainbow. Bluebirds fly, birds fly over the rainbow. Why then, oh, why can't I? Someday I'll wish upon a star And wake up where the clouds are far behind me Where troubles melt like lemon drops Away above the chimney tops That's where you'll find me Somewhere Francis Gum. Francis Gum. Yeah. She nailed it too, but what a beautiful song. Man. Yeah. Great sound. Yeah, it's a. I'd been wanting to do that song for a while. Uh, this is one, Truman, I'll stump you on. I bet you, I bet you never saw the 1973 movie, and I think it was the debut of Chris Christopherson as an actor, mm-hmm. entitled Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid. 1973. Did you ever? And uh, I'll tell you who played Pat Garrett in a second. Uh, James Coburn played Billy uh, Pat Garrett. And I can guarantee you, I didn't see it. Because <laughs> why? I'm not a big fan of either one of them. You're not. Uh, no. Well, and, were, and I can't see much quality in those two playing those characters. Well, it was it. I don't. Rem- I did see it. I can't really remember their performances. I think it was uh, his uh, first foray into movies, and it was the uh, singer's first foray into a movie as an actually appearing as an actor. And this singer, who you don't like, mm-hmm. but you have to admire that he wrote the entire score for the movie and the uh, theme song. What is the theme song? 
knocking on heaven's door. I really didn't care that much for that song. Either. I know you wouldn't. You don't care for Bob Dylan, but it's incredible that he wrote not just. I didn't know this till I looked this up last night. Mm-hmm. He not only wrote the song, he wrote the he wrote the score for the whole movie, mm-hmm. and uh, that's pretty impressive. Well, the the impressive impressive thing about uh, uh, Coburn was that uh, he was in uh, uh, the Magnificent Seven. That's right. That's the is best that, movie is that, he ever did. Is that the movie where he uh, kills the guy with a knife? Yeah, he in the in the in the yeah the guy uh, show down there. The guy keeps uh, badgering him. Yeah, and the uh, I don't know. I can't remember if he's wearing a gun or not, but the guy's got a gun on, and then uh, but he pulls he, that knife he has out. a knife and he keeps it to his side. He doesn't have to unholster it. All he has to do is throw it. Well, I have to admit, I was impressed with something Kirk Douglas did in that movie. Gunfight at OK Corral last mm-hmm. night. He's in his hotel room and he's throwing. He's got these switchblade knives, a whole mm-hmm. ton of them, and he's in a chair throwing them mm-hmm. into the door, and they're sticking. And I don't believe it was special effects, because it looks like. I mean, he's literally picking that knife up, and boom. And then he later goes into a bar and kills a guy with a knife the same way. A guy comes up with a gun and he throws a knife. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. That's very impressive, unless you're the victim. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing about People dying by knife stabs, and they die way too fast. They don't die that fast in real life, just with a knife. <laughs> no, they don't. And, and so it's like there's so many instantly. people that are more afraid of a knife than they are a gun, well, which makes no sense well. whatsoever. So, 1973, Bob Dylan's composition, and he's in the movie, Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid, starring James Coburn as Pat Garrett and Chris Christopherson, I believe his movie debut is Billy the Kid. Great moment in the history of film. Mama, take this badge off of me. I can't use it anymore It's getting dark, too dark to see I feel I'm knocking on heaven's door Knock, knock, 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 knocking on heaven's door. Mama put my guns in the ground. I can't shoot them anymore. That long black cloud is coming down. I feel I'm knocking on heaven's door. Knock, knock, 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 knocking on heaven's door. 
knock knocking on heaven's door knock knock knocking on heaven's door knock knock knocking on heaven's door knock knock knocking on heaven's door No, you're right. You, you, a person had to be a real genius to do the lyrics of that song. <laughs> you're talking cheek. <laughs> God. They're brilliant in their simplicity. Yeah, they pretty much don't go together either. Are we done? We got time for one more. Not. Well, that's late. up to you. I haven't gotten a. Uh, I believe they've gone to sleep over three days. Well, that's We are fine. about out of time. No time for one more song. Sorry, guys. Well, I knew he was going to do that. I knew he's going to do it. Thank well, you I very much, I Nick. Can't, I can't bring your rawhide, folks. It's Nick's fault. The the songs did not get better, so I am. <laughs> the, the very first two thirds of the mo uh, the show were great. He didn't say end with a Dylan song and it just blows the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you, Nick. Thank you. Thanks, we'll, Nick. Thanks, Truman. Thanks, everybody. God bless you. We'll see everybody next week. Take care. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. At Heritage South Community Credit Union, we help when others won't.